Shawna Evans. And I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black, Black Hipster, Hipster, where we talk about Black pop culture, gay pop culture, Black gay pop culture, and sometimes other, other shit. shit. <laughs> Your hipster was hilarious. Black oh, Hipster. Really? <laughs> I, yeah, I say it all differently every Hipster. time. How are you doing today, darling? Uh, I'm tired as hell. Oh, oh my lord. You've had a busy, um, busy, you coming off a of vacation, coming going into a full week at work. Which is wonderful. Much needed vacation. Um, no, I mean, I went back to work last week. Like, oh, that's right. It just right. was like Thanksgiving this that's past right. week. That's um, right. But yeah, no, I was I was back. And you worked. So I was uh, like, I mean, we I was working from home though. Because you guys are moving on. Yeah, yes. we were mm-hmm. working from home this week, which you know they were very gracious enough. <laughs> I like gracious. your Irish accent, right? Gracious enough. <laughs> <laughs> like the the leprechaun. <laughs> which is sad because it's like, is that Irish or is that just a leprechaun? Well, Irish leprechauns are usually same. Irish. They right. come from Where do we get that from? Because I don't know. It's probably one of those like uh, like fables, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty it's sure. It's probably turned out to be some real fucked up shit oh, probably. too. Like, yeah, because they have money. Why do they have money? <laughs> or like their pot of gold, and then mm-hmm. they hide it. We should probably research this. Yeah, I guess so. We right? just be like saying these things. And then we don't know anything about it. Yeah, we don't. Like, it's kind of like how people used to talk about Indian giver. And oh, that's a I bad one. Know, oh, that's a really I bad I think one. most people didn't know where that came from. And then you're like, oh. Yeah, that's yeah. a bad one. You definitely yeah. don't want to do that. Well, I don't think people say that anymore. That's cute. Um, thank you. Yes. I have some, some new bras mm-hmm. from Jornel. Jornel. Yeah. You know, I like me like a lace without the underwire. Mm-hmm. I love an, a I bra with no know underwire. underwire. Underwire it is, is literally, literally a wire. wire. Yes. It is a metal that goes under the into the cup. And it's supposed Underneath, to support me better. It gives support. It lifts them up. Mm-hmm. It gives them that, you know, little va-va-boom. Um, but but I like without the underwire because it's uncomfortable. The underwire. Yeah. So those are more comfortable but they don't give you as much support. But they they, they don't you. hold your girls up as as much. But I'm okay with that. Well, yeah, I'm still young. My girls are not that. They're not. They're small, mm-hmm. so they're they're still pretty vibrant. But then, why um, would you, if you needed to, you need part of holding them up is mainly for the support. I would assume, right? Yeah, you don't want them just sagging, but also like aesthetically, aesthetically. you want them to look nice and lifted <laughs> and rounded, and you know. What's the most comfortable? Because you have. Because I know I've heard of some women. Say that it is a little bit uncomfortable to not have a bra. I mean, they prefer. Not well, to- yeah, because it depends on what you're doing too. Like certain movement, and then your breasts are moving around, mm-hmm. especially like during those times. That time of the month, oh, when it's about sensitive. to be, and they're like, yeah, they're all sore and they're bigger. So and if then you're it's running, like, if oh god, out. if you're running, you definitely need something on. You can't just have. Them- Run going everywhere, yeah. like it's so uncomfortable. You don't think of a double dutch with a girl's whole day, but they hold their breath, they hold their breath. They be wrong, yeah, yeah. Well, I can get in, I can get in, and then they be doing that. What all up? They y'all, get it, you gotta, you gotta hold them down. I Some think... girls just hold them down with both. Oh, you never really? Seen the girls do this? I've never seen and, that. And jump in the rope with the, with the crisscross hands. Oh, yes, hands. I have, yeah. Oh, yeah. You and got usually they have, they're the ones with more ample, the big, the ample bosoms. bosoms. Yeah, because <laughs> I always what you call it a bosom. I always thought it, when I was a kid, I would see this a younger teenager because you know, I don't know anything about this. I just assumed they were doing it. And I thought she's doing it so she wouldn't bring attention. I'm pretty sure that's a part of it too, to bring attention to her breast. Right. I didn't know it had anything to do with standing there watching and gawking yes, while yes. your breasts are jumping up and down. I didn't think it's it was anything about comfort. Oh, to it's her. physically uncomfortable. Yeah, I didn't think it was physical and discomfort. It's also emotionally uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I guess I mean there are these things like before you're before you have breasts, 
because you're still young, most girls. Do you know that they're kind of like How a sexual? Did we get on this conversation? How did we start talking we, we don't about have... the development of breasts? Well, like, we're gonna... I just... <laughs> well, I always just we wondered... go on quite some tangents, go, like, but tangents. this one is this is remarkable. <laughs> Well, because you you pulled out your bras and got me thinking about. Did we well, talk because I just got the package. I yeah. just got home. Like, but did you in the know what? And I wanted to open the lingerie. We'll leave it here. My last question to you, though, <laughs> as a young girl, did you know that breasts were in some way sexual? Did yes, you, you of go- course. You are very much made aware of that because, especially when you don't have any, mm-hmm. and everyone else does, and because <laughs> then, think- then, then you're the joke. Oh, you ain't got no titties. Like, <laughs> yeah, you realize you're at a deficit. <laughs> I guess when you're so. like 10, 11, definitely by 12, 13. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had so like little of nothing. And my mother, bless her heart, mm-hmm. you know, she she learned a lot of stuff mm-hmm. while raising us. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, And I still had undershirts. Like, my mother was not going to buy me a bra. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like girls' mothers would buy them like a training bra when they're like 10. And they had okay. nothing there. <laughs> Still, it's like you to make the girl feel like she's becoming a woman. My mother wasn't having that. Okay, she's like, we go school shopping. You need some undershirts because you don't want to be cold underneath your shirt. It's like, well, you can also just give me a bra. A bra for what? <laughs> My mother was that mother. So I was like twelve, and I just remember this boy be like, "Is that an undershirt?" And I was like, "Why you gotta? Why you gotta tell you? Oh, you know? Like, God. why you? Why you gotta be that nigga?" Chill out. So like, girls don't out. wear undershirts when they have a bra on? They do, but there's a bra too. Yeah, there's <laughs> like, a bra too. Because I think it was, you know, boys would do so stupid stuff like try to snap mm-hmm. the back of the girl's bra. And I think he went for mine and was like, wait, oh, oh there's nothing there. Oh, he wow. said, she wearing an undershirt. And I was like. <laughs> yeah, that is a little bit uncomfortable. And I was like, you're three feet tall. Shut up. Sit down. <laughs> like, I was like, when we get older, I'm going to be more successful than you. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's all you have at that point. Yeah. you have all... one an undershirt. Yeah, because <laughs> that's a big deal. I guess, yeah, when you're a 12, 13-year-old girl and you, everyone else has breasts. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. You better get some thick skin real young. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, that is not. Thank you for giving me that information. <laughs> that we have. We are actually talking, touching on um, adoption. It's a little bit related. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, how so? Well, just like the, the, the lessons that you will learn as a child. <laughs> as a child. Yeah, you might learn that you're black your and your family is not yeah. just being equipped mm-hmm. to teach you certain things. Yes, because they're white or of a different race than yeah. you are black child. Before we touch on that, though, um, you did Thanksgiving at your yes. boo's family's house. Yeah, Josh's yeah we've, we've um, done holidays together before. Mm-hmm. We've been together over a little bit over three years now. Mm-hmm. So we've done um, holidays. Usually we, we did last year we did Thanksgiving <clears throat> with his family as well. So let me ask you before mm-hmm. we talk about the adoption thing. Let's just say for argument's sake y'all had kids. Mm-hmm. Would you continue to do Thanksgiving with his family as he is a white man? Yeah. Uh, why? Why? Yeah. Well, because you said it's very different from like the it's, foods that your family. Yeah, it's, it's food. It's great and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes I miss what my mother makes. My mother makes that every time I go home. So it's like I can get that. <laughs> your family is from the south. Yeah, my family is from the south. So I can get that any time. And I think if we had children, I would definitely want them to to see. We would. I would want them to at least do one thing, a couple, few Thanksgivings with my family, so they can just. It, get that experience mm-hmm. you know so that's all it would be we would we if, if we did have children we would just do both 
and we and all Josh is also he's half Jewish and half Italian, but he grew up celebrating all the holidays. Oh, lucky! But yeah. Christians and right. uh, isn't isn't he so lucky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We it's funny yeah, we talk about this later. We, yeah, we have this conversation because I didn't grow up celebrating like Halloween or some of the American holidays, and I know you didn't celebrate like any of the Christian holidays or like or even, American or American holidays. And for him, he's like, I don't understand. He's like, you're missing out. And I'm like, Josh. Nobody's missing out on Yeah, I'm like, this is a... He's like, I feel... We have this whole conversation about America. I I will talk to him about it when you you see him later on today. But it's just this interesting conversation. It's like, I think people forget in America, there are so many different people. Everyone's not Christian. Everyone's not Jewish. Mm -hmm. Everyone's not... There's so many people who are observing and practicing and believing in different things. Their experiences are definitely just as fulfilled if you're not celebrating American holidays right. or not doing those things. Hey, for Thanksgiving, I was at a wedding. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, you were. It was no Thanksgiving yeah, An Orthodox year. Jewish an wedding. An Orthodox Jewish yes, wedding. Yes. My niece got married. Exactly. Yeah, so it's... And you don't feel like, oh my gosh, Christmas, I missed it. Or Thanksgiving, it's like, no. Oh, no. And that, I certainly didn't know. I didn't care. Like, yeah. as a child, I really... I just remember learning the words to Rudolph the Reynolds Reindeer in kindergarten, and mm-hmm. it was my jam. And then my parents were like, well, we don't do that. Don't sing that song. And I was disappointed about that. Yeah. And I did it when they weren't around. Yeah. Because that was my jam. I still know the words. <laughs> but. Uh, Hold up. I didn't even. Do you know the songs to other Christmas? The other ladies? Yeah. Other I mean, come on. You hear them. Oh, yeah. You everywhere. do. Yeah, I, I, I hear word. a song twice and I know all the words. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no getting around that. But as an adult, it's even more liberating not to celebrate them because mm-hmm. when everybody else is like, oh, I got to get gifts and I gotta do, I'm like, I don't do none of that mm-hmm. and I feel so good about it. <laughs> I'm not wasting my money buying a bunch of other adult presents Yeah, because I, is Jesus's birthday or something like that? No, it's the day I should know this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, See, Jesus's but birthday. most people don't even know at Christmas this point what Jesus it birthday. really is. Yeah. But it's just like, but I'm supposed to buy you a gift? Yeah. Ooh, that's something about that. Yeah. Just... It wouldn't sit right with me, I think, if I was Christian. Like, just me being the way I am. What's the like, you know, you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm not into giving gifts for the sake of just because mm-hmm. everybody thinks so. And because tradition dictates that. You already know. Because we yes. had these conversations we about are. weddings and mm-hmm. housewarmings and things exactly. like that. So, I'm extra, mm-hmm. extra grateful to be like, oh, no, sorry. Holding. I'm not Christian. I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, not, I don't, not here. Get I don't anybody. do that. And, like, I might. It's just, like, a nice gesture where it's like, oh, if there's, like, co-workers that I'm close to, mm-hmm. to be like, you know, get them, like, a Starbucks gift card mm-hmm. or whatever. Something like that. And me and my co-workers, when I was at Jones, they used to do Festivus. Mm-hmm. But the rest of us. Oh, yeah. But true. if a Festivus is a joke. Like, yeah, if you watch a... Seinfeld, you know what Festivus is. And so we used to always meet at this bar, remember 1849? Oh, wow. Where the drinks drinks were like $2 and Mm -hmm. they used to do 20 cent wings. So we would meet there. Mm -hmm. That was our festive celebration. And then we would exchange gifts. We used to do a secret George Costanza. And no gift could be over $5. Oh, Because George Costanza is super cheap. Hold up, and you do a cheap. Is that something you would like a grab bag? Like, or you would, you would get something yeah, you know, and like put it in the middle? Yeah, you know, like a secret Santa. Like, you pull out someone's name. So, you know uh, who you had to yes, get it yes. for. Yes, yes, okay, okay. But it's George Costanza from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. So, we did a secret George Costanza. No gift could be over $5. But I could get a good $5 gift. Because mm-hmm. I, I will find some shit. Yes. But, yeah. And it was like a joke. But it was like funny. And then it became a tradition. Amongst, I like, like that. the closest coworkers. Have you ever... And then ha- people wanted in. And we were like, you don't hang out with us. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had someone give you a Christmas gift? All the time. And so, like, all as an time. adult, obviously. Which, and so oh, you, not all the time as an adult, but yeah, yeah, I've, but I've for definitely you, have. 
it's not a problem for you. Like, people who don't know you, like, if I got you a Christmas gift, would that be weird? I never... No. I mean, when I was a child, my mother used to be like, um, no. Mm-hmm. She would just be like, give it back, mm-hmm. tell her thank you, but, like, you can't accept any gifts. So if you're And friend... then as I got older, it was like, okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got you Christmas I'm gonna gifts. I'm going to take we this little coach clutch yeah. that she got me. This is real love. And I love it. It's what <laughs> I want. coach was a thing. Yeah, was like was 16, 17. Yeah. Them little leather okay. bags and belts and stuff. I've never thought about that. Yeah, if someone got you a Christmas gift. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't care. Like my sister, her kids, they, um, I don't know, they, some program sends them gifts. Mm-hmm. She lets them have them. Yeah, she's okay. like, I don't. Know, they send them Christmas gifts and, Han- and uh, Hanukkah gifts. Would you allow your children to have Christmas gifts? Like if someone gave them to them. I don't know. It's mm. tricky. Because like I'm an adult. So exactly. for me it's just like, okay, that's nice. I just I can recognize it as a nice gesture mm-hmm. but versus kids don't. a tradition that yeah. I am now used to and expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I'm thinking, yeah, if you, you when like you have children and then all of your friends who they observe various holidays, mm-hmm. we, we all know we can't, we're not sending Yeah, so I'd children. be like, don't buy the kids Christmas yes, yes. gifts. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just makes your birthday that much more special. Yeah. and then Maybe can... that's why I'm so crazy about my birthday. Because there's no other like gift giving occasion. Hanukkah's a gift giving occasion, right? We didn't really do Yeah, Hanukkah you didn't celebrate Hanukkah. Would you, but could you send your children Hanukkah gifts? Yeah, that'd be yeah. fine. It was their birthdays. Yeah. I just gifts just because. And there's so many other this milestones. This is weird. I just, ah. yeah. It, it was the last glass. I, I went away. It was been, oh, it's been a few days. That wine tastes crazy. But now we were going to talk about... Um... <laughs> okay. Let's, let's get to it. <laughs> yes. The, well, well, it's kind of... We were talking about children and, and, and adoption. And, 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 and that tradition. segues into tradition. And, mm-hmm. and that segues into adoption. So we were watching um, Red, Table, Red Table, Table Talk, which is Jada Pinkett. Um, her mother, I forget her real name. Right, Gammy. I was like, you gotta stop calling. They call her, her Gammy. Jada Pinkett's mother. Um, and then um, Willow Smith, her daughter, who's usually on there, Jada Pinkett's daughter, mm-hmm. who's usually on there. But these, uh, the last um, one episode was about this young lady who was adopted by a white family. This young black woman who was mm-hmm. adopted by a white family, and she felt like she didn't what identify with her culture. She yeah, she didn't know how to be black. Yeah, and but, but she, she also isn't white. Yeah, she just felt like she had no sense of identity. But she also is a founder of this company that um, sort of teaches sort of people who adoptees, transracial adoptees, mm-hmm. uh, about how to connect more to their culture. And Which she sort of was like Jada Pinkett's mother was like, "Well, hold up, <laughs> how you counseling people on that? You need to counsel yourself." Exactly. She also kept describing her feeling towards black people as fear. Yes. And I found that problematic I did as find well. Problematic. And I listen. What? I was like Adrian, Jada Pinkett's mom. Oh, that's right. Adrian, Adrian. is usually the one to mm-hmm. call somebody out. Yes. And it, it I, I I do think that their show because they I like that they have the three generations mm-hmm. because they're coming from such different places yes. and it is so obvious, so obvious how the generations think so differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Adrian is usually the one with the least patience <laughs> for what could be considered stupidity. Yes, yes. <laughs> or absurdity. Absurd, yeah. She has the least patience yeah, for she it. Cuts so she's right the to one it. who's yeah. going to push back and mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Whereas I think Jada is definitely the one who's a little more nurturing, mm-hmm. right? She's the one who's like, I think she she's more host. Yeah. So she's the one who's a little more the holding of the hand. And then Willow, I think, is a little bit more of the like inquisitive where mm-hmm. it's like, well, this is how my generation sees this thing. So she's more open, mm-hmm. but I think also has more questions. Exactly. That's so true. It's interesting. It is an interesting to, to watch dynamic. how they, they interact with guests. Yeah. Because I the, the the part exactly for me too when she said that she sort of fear she was 
fearful to meet her birth mother family. and her yeah. birth family. And she seemed, she didn't say this, but it also seemed like she's fearful and uncomfortable to be around black spaces. because She, she said, said that. Yeah, she said <laughs> that she's much more comfortable in, in living in white spaces. And she is married. And I wanted to know who is she is. she married to a white man? Or right, because she not, did say she was married, yeah, but they did not dig, they did into, not dig into that the race of her husband, which is very but, interesting. And I'm assuming, I assume that he's not a person, he's definitely not black, I would assume. I don't know. Who knows? I would assume he's not too because yeah. she made it very clear that she was uncomfortable around black people. Yeah, and she said that <laughs> she wanted to adopt. They want to adopt a white child, which I think then I think well, even you know Jay, that was I was like, yes. child. everybody it, hung their head a little bit. Yeah, she and she's like, well, how can I? you know teach a black child how to be black and it's like well bitch you're still black right because it was like well, how do white parents do it yeah like, and there are plenty of white white people out there who have adopted black children just like your they don't know did. any more than you did yeah. apparently but except you have experience on your mm-hmm. side because walk out the door yeah she had white <laughs> adopted parents so it's just like why now it's hard you feel like it's more difficult for you right but your parents woman? were able to do it as white people but you as a black person find that it's just too much of a challenge but I think we both agree it was like she don't want to do the work she don't want to do the work because because the biggest part is she has to do the work on herself yes that's the work she doesn't want to do and she doesn't want to be uncomfortable and I think Jada and Adrian did point that out they were like you know some that growth happens when you're uncomfortable in those areas where mm-hmm. you're there's discomfort and I think she doesn't want to do that. Yeah, a lot and, of people who just don't want to they don't but and that's why like racism's never gonna go away. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why we're always gonna have those things, sexism and all that stuff. Like we can make movement in positive areas, you know, away from behaving a certain way. Mm-hmm. But the, the the beliefs and the things that are ingrained, they're just too much a fabric of our being mm-hmm. and too many people are still just not um, okay with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, because the, the the level of discomfort that we, like, we have to reach as a society mm-hmm. to get down to the nitty gritty to start breaking that shit down mm-hmm. is beyond, I think, anything any of us have ever experienced. Yeah. And nobody's trying to go there. It's difficult. Because once you've gone there, you're there. Yeah, you're And there. then I think people's fear, too, is like, well, then, and then how do you grow from there? How do you get up? Mm-hmm. From from getting that low down into the depths of the gutter. Oh gosh! And then it's just like, well, if none of us have the tools, then you know we're like we run the 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 risk of getting stuck there. Yeah, and and things not being better. You would right. hope that you you would want to see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, okay, if I go through all of this, this is gonna get better. But I think sometimes you don't know. It's the unknown. And for her, I think she's very much stuck in that. Right. But I mean, or finding out things that we just don't want to know mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. truths that are just really hard to swallow that's true yeah. i think that's i mean i, I would imagine mm-hmm. for a lot of white people mm-hmm. that would be the case yeah like you know what i mean because people want to be like well i didn't have slaves mm-hmm. like i was born in 1982 i was never a slave master yeah and it's like okay but do you really want me to start digging in your family mm-hmm, to me and mm-hmm. like because, like, let's just talk about the ways in which you benefited from it. Exactly. It doesn't even have to be in your direct family. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the ways in which you benefited from it. And then it's that obligation to now act, right? An obligation to do something. Exactly. But And then it's people get stuck because it's like, well, it's just little old me. What am I supposed to do? That's a tall order. Mm-hmm. I can't fix the fact that slavery happened. It's like no one's asking you to. Yeah. But 
it, it's it's tricky. It's very I tricky. I don't say it's not. No, I couldn't even imagine. I mean, it, it's got to be difficult to be a white person coming to that realization and then not knowing what the hell to do. Yeah. And then it's like, well, if you just go on about your life as it was, you're an evil or horrible person yeah. because you have the power to do something mm-hmm. you don't or you don't know what that power is. And then on the flip side, you were evil or horrible person if you just was like, nope, let's go ahead and tuck this under yeah. the rug and say it's not that bad. Yeah, it, it's difficult. It's very difficult. I mean, I feel very like, oh, well, about it because I'm a black woman in America. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're dealing with... I can't have any kind of empathy for you. <laughs> yeah, just do, even if you want to do something, just, I feel like, do what you can do. Do Be aware of it, I think, is the first step. And then if you feel like you need to do something, it doesn't have to be something on a gigantic scale. Right. Do what you're capable of. Because white people, everyone's dealing with a lot of their own stuff. Everyone has, you know, bills and tribulations and stress and all this. So it's like you're dealing with your own suffering, your own situation. So if you can do something to make something better for someone else, then do that. That's all you need to do. Right. But then that gets tricky, too. What do you mean? Well, like, people being like, oh, now you're trying to come in as white savior? Or, like, or or people thinking that they're doing something that's good. And it's like, good for who? That's you true. decided this? That's Did you true. actually ask you what was ask needed? Or, that's like, true. and then it's like the, the, the problem with the level of trust between white people and black people. Mm-hmm. So, you also can't just go to random black people and be like... What would you need a white person to do for you to make you feel better about slavery or racism? Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's tricky. It's very tricky. I don't know what to tell you, white people. Yeah, like, because we don't have... Except yeah. just own it, but... And then just own that it's tricky. I've definitely had white people ask me things that I'm just like, well, I'm more open, so I don't care. But be careful who you be asking mm-hmm. these questions to because your question is a little wild. Yeah. And... I mean, I get that, like, you just, you don't know. But I'm like, but what is the benefit of the asking? Like, mm-hmm. you just want to have this knowledge for the sake of saying you know this thing? Mm-hmm. Or is it for some sort of greater good? And I don't think, it, like, every time someone asks a question, it always has to serve some greater good. But you just need to recognize that you as a white person asking a black person a question about their culture or what have you. Mm-hmm. It's a complicated thing. Yeah, it's very complicated. So It is hard. <laughs> But I, I mean, I do think, too, one of the... We also watched the other one about Kristen Davis, mm-hmm. who we all know her mainly from Charlotte, from Sex and the City, mm-hmm. and she has adopted two white children. Black children. Black children, yes. <laughs> and it definitely seemed like I liked that episode because I rarely see... It seemed like as a white person, she's definitely trying to take responsibility and trying to be very aware and very mindful of her role as a white woman in this world and as a mother to her two black children, one being a little girl and a little boy, and also their experience as black kids. And, you know, but it seems like it was also one of those things where she probably never thought about these these things. So good, yeah. And she is now learning what it really is to be black in this country Mm -hmm. through her children. Her children's eyes. Because this never crossed her mind. Mm -hmm. And now, as their mother, she wants to protect them and she loves them. And she realizes it's fucked up out here. Yeah, it's fucked up (laughs) for her kids. And you could... For me, like, when she got... Because, I'm like, oh, she's going to cry. But it seemed like it was definitely coming from a place when she said she loves her kids, but she can't understand. It seems like she... there's it, It's hurtful for her that she can't fully help them, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, well, I can't understand that. I can't soothe this for you. I can't help you with this because I don't understand that. So... It is good in the sense that she knows that, I, but also that she's sort of trying to surround her children with 
community of black people. Right. She said she has a strong support system of black women right. who are helping her sort of tackle these issues that she's that she's coming up against. But she's also a celebrity. Yeah. She is money. She, she has, has money a and resources. Amount of resources, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like, well, what about those white parents? The girl, where mm-hmm. it was just like, well, I'm pretty sure her parents just didn't have that. She mm-hmm. said she grew up around all white people. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's where they lived. Mm-hmm. And they, they didn't have that option to be like, well, let me call up Teresa mm-hmm. and see what she's putting in her daughter's hair. That's true. Because whatever this is, I'm using, you know, Pantene. Well, let me not use Pantene because they got gold series. And a lot of black women love gold series. <laughs> but just XYZ random white person's product. Mm-hmm. And it's not working for her hair and I don't know what to do. You know, it's What really, do you do? Well, I would think now because, you know, 30 years ago, things are so different. Technology so different so mm-hmm. now I feel like there's groups YouTube there's YouTube yeah there's this, well, all these different Facebook. online groups that you yeah, well, no Facebook I don't want to promote sure. Facebook well, well, yeah okay yeah you know but, go somewhere on social media yes, I love we're talking about the Red Table Talk which is show which is on Facebook watch but whatever but, but yeah there's so many re- different resources that you can you can look into mm-hmm. I'm pretty well, sure 30 years ago it was ha- definitely what's harder. funny is that in both conversations hair oh was, a, was one that came up that, that yes. they said came up first mm-hmm. it was one of those first few things yeah and it's just you know at my job it's like this is something i talk about all day yeah every day yeah black hair black, black hair. women's hair mm-hmm. but here's the thing so what? back in june i actually wrote a story mm-hmm. on essence.com about this um styles for kids mm-hmm. so this woman um tamika swint she started this um, salon in Chicago mm-hmm. that teaches transracial parents how to care oh for their black ha- their black children's hair. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, judgment free environment where they can come and learn like what they should be putting oh, in their kids' beautiful. hair, yeah. how to actually cornrow mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's like, like you're saying, it's different. It's mm-hmm. not like it was 30 years ago. Um, That's people really good. are doing this and, and, <laughs> so that these black parents know. So it's like. That's the hair version. And I'm like, it should be so much more, mm-hmm. you know? Make that a, a version. Do that in everything that these black parents need to know. How do you have you that? the white that, parents need to know? Yeah, the, oh, the yeah. white parents need to know. Mm-hmm. How do you have that conversation with your children about how they interact with the cops? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, things like that. That you're not, yeah. And I think, too, having those... Because it's smart of this woman and very helpful of this um, salon owner to do that because I'm pretty sure as a white parent, sometimes you feel like you, like she she talked about the judgment. Christine Davis, Kristen Davis talked about the judgment that you get. And I'm pretty sure that sort of that judgment has you fearful of going in certain all black spaces and going, well, this is my kid. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And then Jada also sort of reinforcing that was saying she had a bias of, you know, black kids only deserve black love. And she she had to get past that mm-hmm. um, because it is love is love, and she she made a good point of saying we all struggle. What was it? Struggle with love with and love, loving people, like our kids. Yeah, and she was like people. black parents struggle with loving their black mm-hmm. kids. White parents struggle with. I said, well, I'm sure because kids will test you. Yeah, kids will test you, <laughs> and and it was just nice. I don't know. I really enjoyed that because I I thought it was just through this woman wanting these this. Uh, children, mm-hmm. she sort of made it her mission because she has a lot of resources, but she made it her mission to sort of put herself in uncomfortable positions right. to under to get to try to understand. And she kept saying, "I will never understand," but to try to understand a little bit more how her children were, what her children were going through. Right. And and it is like when you know the fact that she has a daughter. There's a woman to woman thing, or you know, a mother to girl thing that I think it helps. But yeah, but what the, about her son? Son, I mean, he's only one right be, now. But when he gets older. 
Yeah. That's a whole different ballgame. And, oh, and my what gosh. about male influences in his life? And is she going to make it her business to make sure he has black male influences yeah. in his life? And I think she, hopefully. Cause I she mean, said I would black imagine that and... she knows that that would be a necessity. That is difficult. Um, but, but who are those men in her life? Mm-hmm. Like, because you can't just get any guy off the street. Maybe she'll use so, that like, network of black know? women. I'm pretty sure some of, you know, they're married, mm-hmm. a lot of them. So she probably will use that resource. Because maybe not. Maybe she has half a very a group of women who were single right, mothers. Maybe that's like right. Is. It's a yeah. single mothers group they found on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, and it's like black single mothers, and she was like, "Can I join? Yeah, exactly. I can. I'm not black, but I got a daughter. Yeah, like, I, I did. I I love seeing. I've always loved you know the short character Charlotte. And I always liked her, but to me, I get. I had um, and I, I enjoyed watching her do this, be very real and put herself out there. Because you can clearly see that she loves I her felt, children. Yeah, I felt like she's getting it. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that it's it's through her children. Yeah. But that's what it is, right? People love their kids to the ends of the earth. Yeah. They'll do anything for their kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like so that's what it is. This, this, this is how we get rid of racism, yeah. y'all. Adopt Everybody <laughs> needs to transracially adopt. Yeah. And then they would start to understand, mm-hmm. feel protective. So when you're at the playground and someone goes, Ooh, isn't she going to be a great basketball player? And you're offended. <laughs> Dang, now you understand. And like, because she said, I don't get how black people like get yeah. through life yeah, like, like this. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't. And then I was like, well, that's a lack of understanding on her part because, yeah. again, she's a white woman. So, you know, we grow up in our black families for the most part. Yeah. We have that, that support. community mm-hmm. and those networks and those resources it, within our family structure and our yeah. households and stuff and so you know for us this is like by the time somebody says something offensive to you it's not new to somebody you know mm-hmm. so you 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 go to someone with this information and they could they could break it down for yeah. you yeah and it's good too like what you said because I remember she was like I don't know what to say and you were like you should have said you were you were bothered like, oh because well, she said she was trying to be polite yes and I'm like don't be polite check check people but then I can understand <laughs> because I'm thinking of this woman this white woman who has this black child and she's still trying to navigate this mm-hmm. and she's not sure because her network is different and she's like this is my network this is my support system and you kind of don't want to alienate them but she to... didn't say who it is she's making no, no. this comment so I don't know it, it is it seems like it was multiple or people you know it seemed to me either way you need to check them yeah yeah but I think she probably was confused as to sort of how to do that right. you know that subtle racism is something that I think we're used to, but a white person's kind of like, it sounds funny to her, but she's like, I'm not sure how to, what should I say about she this? She doesn't like, know what to say, but she, she knew it was fucked up. She knew it was she fucked said, up, exactly. I was mo- she was like, you saying this and you're talking about a baby. Yeah, a baby, you, yeah. How are you not mortified? Yeah. If that's your thought and, and then And the funny thing is also, she says, she says that, that was mortified her the fact that you said it about a baby, but also that you could say it and just put it right, out there you so just, freely. It was like simple to you. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, who didn't know that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. I have to say, the only person that I have seen, like as celebrity-wise, who's been who's been on television, who seems like they are getting it. I have to say, the Chelsea Handler and all those things. Oh, it's Lord. she's one of the few people who I have seen, a celebrity-wise, seems like they get well, it. Well, John Stewart. John Stewart. <laughs> John Stewart yeah. gets it. Like yeah. John Stewart, but you know John Stewart is in the realm of politics. Yes, like that's his world. But and I think so. to me it was different for her because she it, it came like what you said it came from a different space. She 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 is approaching the conversation of racism from this love, this relationship she has with her children, and still a lot of 
people who adopt black children don't see. I haven't heard this type of conversation. They still don't. I, yeah, oh, they the don't go she, out of their way to to make sure their black children understand where they come from. Yes, and, and they're surrounded they, by... Because they're just like, well, I didn't know where to start. And it was like, do the fucking work. Yeah. God. Yeah. Like, that's to me, that shows a lack of concern and love for your child because you know yeah. that even if you don't know the level of the difficulty... You know it's difficult and it's different. Yeah. Do the work yeah. on behalf of your freaking child. Yeah. Like, don't do them that much of a disservice. Especially if you're adopting them and giving them... You should be able to give them as much of what they need as possible. Well... And taking that on, you know that... Oh, I can't well, believe I forgot about this. Have you not been watching the new season of Shameless? No. So, you know, I at the end of the last no, season... No, no, no. I haven't seen the last se- the season nine. I know... Well, I'm going to have to spoil it for you a little bit. At the what end happened? of the last season, that Liam, you know, that little black brother, mm-hmm. he started hanging out with that black boy. Mm-mm. And then Liam was gone for like days and nobody noticed. Oh my and gosh. then they were like, Liam, come home. And he was like, no, I've been gone for like a week and y'all didn't notice. He was staying at his black friend's house and the, the boy's grandmother was like cooking him like soul food. Oh my god! And gosh. like they were going to church and like she was just teaching him all this stuff. And he was like, I'm black. Oh. Like, so in the new season, Season, mm-hmm. he's been taking like classes to learn more about his being black oh, wow. and he keeps saying to his family like he'll do something like he's like dressed like Frederick Douglass mm-hmm. and they be like what the hell you got on he's like I'm Frederick Douglass and they're like does he live up the street like <laughs> stuff like that and then he's like I'm black y'all he's like oh he keeps saying I don't know who I am mm-hmm. and they're like you're a Gallagher and he's like but I'm black. And they're like, but you're one of us. And he's like, I'm not. Because I was in Urban Outfitters the other day and someone followed me around the store for 20 minutes. That mm. doesn't happen to you. So he's just like telling his white family like, it's different. And then, you know, yeah. um, Fiona's best friend, um, V, mm-hmm. she's also black, mm-hmm. but she's just been around these white people so much that so she's taking the classes too. <laughs> so she's like, and you know, then their daughters are mixed race. Oh, that's right. So she's like trying to teach them. Wow. So she's taking I the should... classes. But it's interesting because, it's like, you know, Shameless is like, they get into serious stuff as it pertains to like drugs, mm-hmm. like addiction mm-hmm. and mental health and stuff. But for the most part, it's a goofball show. Yeah. But, you know, they're they're going there. Oh, you can tell that like the writers or the creators or whoever, when they're really trying to make a point of mm-hmm. something. I should watch. Well, I'm gonna watch it. I just haven't gotten around to yeah, it. Yeah, I actually forgot about that. Yeah, that's been that's coming a up a point. lot on Shameless. That is just like, and he's biologically a part. Yeah, of Yeah, biologically, family. it's like he a recessive gene or something. Yeah, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah, because then he was, and he's like, "How is it that I'm the only one that came out black? Mm-hmm. Like this is wild." Isn't it from the mother's side? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Like it's like grandparent or something. Yeah, because no one who apparently lives in the neighborhood. Oh God! Yeah, it was like the the. It was like the great grandmother was the mistress of somebody or whatever, uh, and she lives in the neighborhood. I have to see. So that. I think something's gonna happen with that. Oh my gosh! We of haven't course. we haven't seen that far, but yeah, it's it's really interesting. Yeah, how they just the family doesn't really understand where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. They're Which just makes like, sense. You're one of us. You're a Gallagher. And mm-hmm. He's like, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm black, and you guys are not. My life is very different. That's interesting. Yeah, because they show I'd like throughout the whole. We've been watching the show mainly since again. They carry that black baby around with them. Oh, anyway. that was their little brother. <laughs> yeah, that's their little brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, we don't have enough time to get really all the way into this because yes. I I certainly have a lot more feelings about a lot more shit. Oh, on this topic. Yes, it's a very very. Heavy it well because it's so loaded mm-hmm. and it's just like. 
you know, on both episodes, it's like, what do they get? 20 minutes, mm-hmm. 25 minutes wasn't to enough. talk about it. And yeah. it's like, you want more. Because it is, I think, a very, um, it's it's complicated. It's very complex. I think Kristen Davis, Kristen Davis, I give you a small woke applause. I wouldn't <laughs> go as far as to say you woke. I don't know enough about you and your beliefs. Uh-huh. However, you impressed me. I like, think she's doing a good job I, with her children. I was children. impressed with... It wasn't even just like it was just her perspective on yeah. it. Not even with the way she's doing with the kids, but her perspective and what she clearly has learned yeah. and what she understands mm-hmm. from these experiences that were had and it, it's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's hard for most people to do. I think in any it's hard to sort of have this empathy or perspective that's different from how you exist in the world. So I think that's very difficult. Yeah. Yes. And she's do I think she's doing a good job of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um and another note Mm-hmm. I had some really interesting conversations about relationships and child rearing and all kinds of stuff okay. this weekend that we ain't even getting. We're gonna have. To. Well, we're gonna so can we, gonna we get talk, into that? Well, we're gonna talk offline. Okay. And then if we, you know, we bring it to the to the show. We might bring it to the show. Okay. Um, in the meantime, if you like this episode, make sure you subscribe yes. and rate. And rate. Oh, send us an My email. At blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at black, black hipster podcast. Um, follow both of us. You can find my darling at Always Fashion Week on Instagram. You can find me at Standrick W. Um, slide into our DMs. With- Do not slide into my DMs, please. Like, <laughs> well, no, I meant, and I, when I said that, I meant slide into the black hipster DM. Oh, uh, okay. You can yeah. slide into that DM. Yeah, you can slide, slide, in, slide baby, all day slide long. All the yeah. way into that DM. <laughs> Get deep in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not appropriate. <laughs> but In okay. the meantime, till next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.